0: episode 10 is here. Um, It's so exciting to even say episode 10. I've been blessed with so many women on this podcast. I'm Jodi Pertel, founder of Lead the Way Events, focusing on the light of Jesus Christ to shine shine through our conversation and relationships. Um, This is Unstuck, a women's podcast revival. And I'm just so excited to introduce to you Laura Sandretti, who is just such a light to so many women. Uh, she used to be in Women Ministries and then she's kind of transformed and moved over into the local Christian author scene and she's a blogger and a speaker. Uh, her devotional "Imperfectly Perfectly Perfect is a tool to help us quit focusing on our failures and start living out of Christ's love and forgiveness. We were able to discuss that when we are having anxiety to keep leaning into his truth by reading scripture. Every time we do that, we're renewing our mind. We touched a lot on Philippians 4-6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. You can get her devotional and learn more about her on her website that I will also have posted with the podcast. A side note, though, this is super exciting. She is Lead the Way's keynote speaker at a Gals Night in the Spotlight. Visible to the God that loves me, have you ever felt like God just doesn't see you in your daily routine of life? I feel like we all have felt that way at some point. Feeling invisible is normal, and we are when we are in the thick of parenting, being a wife, being career focused, retired, whatever your lifestyle looks like. Jesus is looking at you; He sees you. He really does, and He knows your deepest needs. The night is going to be filled with. Fun spirit-free drinks and fancy um, desserts, and I have a couple of little other things that it's going on that night. Uh, but definitely, Laura will be there, and she'll be our keynote speaker. Um, and you can buy tickets on our Facebook page or the website. And I just hope that um, that today you are just feeling His love, and if you are having anxiety or if you are feeling invisible or whatever's going on that I pray that this podcast gives you that 30 minutes of encouragement and love and that it is all really through Jesus Christ. And I just hope you all have a good day. Bye. Good morning. Uh, We are in October and it's a Tuesday, which is beautiful. And I am so excited to be with my friend Laura Sandretti um, It's such a cute story. We've been friends for actually uh, longer than most people probably think, but it was actually at a women's retreat is where we met. And um, it's when she was a women ministry leader um, and we were at an event. And this is why ministering to women is so near and dear to my heart um, because of women like Laura mm. who just showed up and was in that loving position to just love on me in a time where I just needed that that and uh somehow along the way God has just kept us together in the same path and it's been such a beautiful thing. So good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: Thank, Thank you. you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> um so I am just so excited. There's so much we could talk about mm-hmm. in our little 30 minutes. And um the one thing I wanted to start talking about was uh your devotional. Um, it's definitely geared towards women.
1: Yep, absolutely. Which
0: everything you do is yep. geared. It's <laughs> yep. really geared towards women. But I loved the title and perfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. Like wow. Um, I just wanted you to be able to talk about that this morning and um, just yeah, with anything.
1: Yeah, I think that um, the devotional. So it's fifty-two weeks. So and it's very much designed for uh busy moms, busy women busy everybody it's like a page long a page to a page and a half long is your devotional for the week um but what i like about it um i I feel like i'm learning that um more isn't necessarily deeper you know rather than just being wide and spreading ourselves thin I don't think you know um less is more and so what I what I did in the devotional is there's a little bit of a you know reading and then there's a to think about and that's probably my favorite thing so like as you go this week ask the Lord about whatever as you go. Think about how you're, you know, fill in the blank. And so hopefully it's just like a little, I think one of the things that I've been learning recently about my faith is that um, I'm I'm learning to pray for awareness rather than for answers. You know, I think I always want to okay, God, show me this. Okay, give me the answer to this. What am I supposed to do here? And I feel like um, one of the things that I've been learning is just to, Try to be more aware. God's always at work. And so if I believe that, where am I looking for him? Where am I listening for him? And not to necessarily fix an answer, but to just show me more about himself and show me more about myself and it's, it's kind of nice. It takes the pressure yeah. off. And I feel like I'm actually drinking out of a, a fire hydrant kind of. You know, he just is showing me his love, showing me his grace, showing me so many That's things. That's so beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, but it's just awareness.
0: You're right. So I know I have this tendency of doing this um, where I'm praying for someone to get them fixed or something. Or, you know, like yeah. you just start doing this prayer and you're like, oh, fix their heart or whatever. And so many times it's not, well, I need to fix them. It's where is your heart at Mm -hmm. in the situation? Like you you were saying, like prayer for that awareness of what, why should we be aware Mm -hmm. of the situation instead of like fixing the person in the situation?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially like with our kids, for those of us who are parents or for our spouses, for those of us who are married, Um, or even you know a close friend or a a mom or you know sibling or whatever I think it's hard to watch them go through things that are hard and and so we're always like okay make that better and and like you said fix whatever fix it, yeah fix it yeah rather than just yeah rather than entering into you know what what is our part in it and Where's our faith in it? You know, like, our kids need to encounter these things. And and our spouses, too. If they're going to grow in their faith, they need to go encounter these things. And And they have their own story. Yeah. And I always feel... Right. I know. I'm always... And here's a crazy thing. I mean... I
0: never really talked on the podcast about my past and the big stories and I will someday when God leads me to that. But I always feel like I'm trying to protect my kids and their testimony or their Mm -hmm. stories. Like, no, 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 they can't mess up because I don't want them to hurt or I don't want them to feel pain. But sometimes, and God says this Mm -hmm. in the pain, you will grow or, you know, lean in me when we're in that pain moment or whatever that is. That's when we can really talk to him and really trust him. Yeah. And really grow,
1: right? You know. Right, right, yeah. But
0: I always as a mom or even as a wife with my husband, I just want to be like that protector. Uh-huh. And I got to I got to take myself out of it. And it's not me. It's more him. Yeah. He yeah. is their protector.
1: Yeah, right. And we know that, but we don't. I know. We do <laughs> yeah. know that. As women, yeah. we do know that. Yeah, but we don't live out of it. Yeah. We
0: don't live out of it. Yeah. I heard this um, sermon one time, a long time ago, and i it's always stuck with me. And actually, I was kind of offended when I left this church. But he said, um, it was a Mother's Day. Actually, it was a Mother's Day sermon. And He goes, hmm. you guys suck as the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh, you know, but then I left there, and he's so right. Hmm. We, we are not the holy spirit right. only he is but how many times are you trying to like control that yeah situation
1: right yeah yeah
0: right take right. the control out of it
1: yeah amen amen yeah easier said than done but but yeah so um yeah there's there are parenting things in there i do talk about you know i've struggled uh, with anxiety my whole life so there are lots of things about anxiety in there and just how The Lord has met me and is meeting me in that and helping me um, to, you know, I think I always say that my default will probably always be, I I tend to go to worst case scenario, like, oh, the child's 10 minute, you know, coming home from wherever 10 minutes late, they're probably in a ditch and their car broke down versus like, they probably were, you know, whatever, at a stoplight or had to get gas or, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> so my default is always, I think, going to be a worst case scenario, but the Lord has freed me from so much of the bondage of anxiety and so much of just, I mean, truly feeling. I think if, you know, people have dealt with panic attacks and anxiety, it, it feels like a prison. Yeah. And so the Lord has definitely freed me from um, so much of that. So the book there, there's a lot in the devotional, but um, but it's it's quick, and I love that about. I, just, I love the quickness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just gave it to a really um, busy mom with a little toddler, and I was like, this is like you can, and it's an easy read. I'm not a not a deep theologian. <laughs> it's just a super yes. simple, easy like okay, couple minutes. All right, good. I, I can think about this, you know, and just yeah. to supplement your time in God's word. So
0: one, well, I love that there's like that journaling page, like you thought about like mm-hmm. that you can think cause um, we were talking earlier, like as women, when do we have time to just sit and think about something? And I know we have every excuse in the book of all these different things we have time, to- don't have time for. Yeah. But if you could just even do 10 minutes of that Yeah. a day, I totally encourage you Um I'm so glad you brought up the anxiety piece because I've heard you talk about anxiety before, but a lot of our listeners that don't know you haven't. What are tools um, that you use now mm. to battle that anxiety? Like what are some things that you've just used uh, other than obviously prayer in the Bible and being in the Bible every day is our tool. We, we talk about that on the podcast, being yeah. in your Bible daily, yeah. praying daily. But is there anything else you can maybe uh, encourage women to, um, that are dealing with those anxiety, any kind of anxiety yeah, yeah. that you've done?
1: Um, yeah, I I think, um, I, I mean, honestly, Philippians 4 has been my go-to so much that it sort of has become like this organic response for me um, in, in when I am feeling anxious. And so obviously, you know, there's Philippians 4, um, 6 and 7, that do not be anxious about anything, um, and so I try to pray through that. So, like, do not be anxious about anything. So I've been praying about, like, what what am I anxious about? So sending my son to um, Milwaukee to go to college in the fall with riots and pandemics. Oh, my was, gosh, yeah. I didn't even really realize how anxious I kind of was about that. And so it's like, do not be anxious about anything. Just identifying what you're anxious about. Like, so actually praying through that scripture. And then okay. it talks about you know, um, with prayer and petition. So it's like, what do I want? I really want my son to be safe. I really don't want my son to get sick. I don't want my son to be stuck in a riot. Like just yeah. lay it out there, you know? Cause I think some, so much of our anxiety just like is in this little hamster wheel in this subconscious place in our heads. And yes. so I think it's really <clears throat> part of that scripture is like, what is it that you're worried about? Like with prayer and petition, do not be anxious. Like, what are you anxious about? So I, yeah. I try to just lay that out there. And then the next piece of that scripture is with Thanksgiving. And I you know, know. I love science that. Science talks about Thanksgiving and anxiety. Gratitude and anxiety can't reside in the same place in your brain. And so I did
0: not know that. Yeah. Okay. So say that again.
1: Well, so science has said that like in our brain, gratitude can't live with anxiety like those two things can't be in the same space at the exact same time and so the lord having made us knows this and so because you're always like why is that part in there well because gratitude helps to um weed out and helps to i think lessen our anxiety and so it's like what are you thankful for i'm thankful that my son can go to school he was home for five months (laughs) going out of his mind so i'm thankful for that i'm thankful that you know whatever so you know again praying through that okay thanksgiving and then um you know and and so that's been really beneficial but there's another scripture verse um just after that it's Um, in Philippians 4 and it says whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure lovely admirable excellent praiseworthy and one of the things I it's so interesting you know that's right after the do not be anxious verse and one of the things that's really helped me in my battles with anxiety is that first part and it's like whatever is true think about these things most of the things that I worry about aren't true (laughs) you're so right hypothetical it's going back to that whole awareness
0: that we were talking about earlier like whenever i'm trying to control anything yeah and then it's so funny because it's out of my control right but then i get but i get anxiety over it yeah and i'm like what am i what am i doing when can i start breaking this cycle yeah and i feel like your devotional is going to be a great tool Mm -hmm. to start breaking that cycle down and, yeah
1: it's funny how Scripture just like those and you know, the scripture and, it's like right. yeah and the the prior to the Philippians four six and seven it talks about you know rejoice the Lord is near oh, and I love um, that. you know the there's rejoice. just so much there's so much meat in the first like however you know f- f- um in Philippians four, just those first couple of passages mm. and they're you know, they do coincide with science, if you will, even they coincide with actually you know, helping us. But it's it's always like, right, slowing down. Mm-hmm. T- you know, Teacher Nancy, our yes. dear friend Teacher Nancy, um, she said once to me, God's word settles us down. Oh. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. when I can just relax and breathe enough <laughs> to remember to go, wait, I, I have a tool here. It's called scripture. I um, yeah. have those couple go-tos. It really does just to sit and pray through those and actually make them personal. Like, rather than just, okay, do not be anxious. I can't be anxious. Well, just, what are you anxious about? Like, make it personal. Here's my thing, you know? Yeah. So, I think that um, that that's really been my biggest help.
0: Yeah, I am so grateful that you brought that up today because, just because we, we live in a time of anxiousness right now. Yeah. Um, we have... Cute little Sherman with us today, <laughs> and dog. I, I am totally gonna take a picture of him, and then he's gonna be part of our podcast today
1: because <laughs> he just shook his collar. <laughs> yeah,
0: he promised he was gonna be quiet
1: this and whole time,
0: but you know we're in real life, and I can't control that. <laughs>
1: Good for you, Tony. <laughs> Not
0: gonna control Sherman and his shakes. So, but thank you, like thank you for bringing up that anxiety piece because I think mm. so much of what you're feeling right now. Um, I know for me, I only can speak for me, but what you're feeling right now is us right now is just anxiousness. Yeah. And especially with the holidays coming up, there's some anxiousness in that, um, with especially, um, we live in the North. So in Wisconsin with us having to be inside, inside more, Mm. there's some anxiousness in that. There's just so much going on right now that is out of our control. Mm, mm. And when we can just be a pray for awareness. Yeah and, you know, really, um, focus on those scriptures mm-hmm. and give it back to him, mm-hmm. you won't, you, the anxiousness will s- start going away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I really appreciate that tool. I heard that tool from you, um, a couple years ago mm-hmm. and I have definitely used it, not as much mm-hmm. as I probably should, but I do know that in these times, um, Philippians 4 is actually where I go to as well. Yeah, And that's all because of you. And I think when you have that certain person in your life that, um, can remind you of those things. Like
1: the scripture is amazing for anxiousness. Yeah. And just kind of rests in that. I, I have this new analogy that I, I've, I've loved. It's just meant so much to me. So we've hosted um, international students for the past. Mm-hmm. The, we didn't so this far. year, but three years prior to that, we've had a international student living with us the whole year. And I took one of our kids who lived with us sledding. Um, and he had never sled before, sledded, whatever the... <laughs> um, Pretenses there he had not gone sledding before he lived in the southern part of china and so he was so excited for me to take him sledding and so we went he's a high schooler and he went up onto the kitty hill and there were several tracks um, the kids had had gone down but he had never gone sledding before and so instead of going into one of the tracks that was already made he went over to where the snow was really deep and he put his sled down and he tried to go down and the snow just was like going into his you know jacket it was like all up in his face because he was just you know he basically was stopped midair going down this little hill because there was no track there and um but he he was a trooper he he made it all the way down and then he went back up and he kept going down this track that he made and every time he went down the track got deeper and it got easier to slide down And again, science shows us that when we default to, say, for me, fear, so for 50 years I've defaulted to fear, that is the the track I've always gone down. And physically we actually have tracks in our brain that are deep because that's what we go down. But again, God in his mercy and his goodness allows us to make new tracks. Like we literally can start to retrain. Mm. Scripture talks about renewing your mind. We literally can renew our mind. And so when we and this is what's happened to me you know women come up to me after I am you know do a talk or whatever at a a retreat or a conference and they're like how do I do this how do I get rid of my panic attacks because you got rid of your panic attacks well right but that has taken me a really long time because I am making new tracks I'm renewing my mind and instead of going oh my gosh the worst thing ever is gonna happen going okay what is Philippian does God's word tell me and start to instead go down okay I'm gonna with prayer and petition, with Thanksgiving, present this to the Lord, and over time, yes, now you're making new tracks, tracks. but it does take time. It does. um, But I love that was such a great picture for me to remember that God allows us in His mercy these like physiological changes to happen in order to live out what does it mean? What does it look like in Romans to renew your mind? What does it look like that you know God? you have peace that surpasses understanding. He he allows yes. us this, but um, it doesn't so many times, happen like that.
0: That's yes. right. <laughs> yeah. and, and as Christians, he doesn't say it's going to be easy. He's going to keep giving us these things that are going to um, trigger your anxiety, trigger those anxious thoughts all over again. But it's how we, with our faith, our strength and our faith, how are we going to respond to that? So instead of next time, you know, Freaking out, because I'm usually a freak out. I'm one of the people that would freak out. I will stay and say, I will not be anxious. I will not be anxious. And I have done that. Like, I literally repeat in my head. I will not be anxious and just keep saying it over and over. Mm -hmm. And by saying that and keep renewing your mind, you are, like you were saying, you're making those new tracks. Yeah. And then the next time there's something that you would normally freak out about, you're like, wait, I didn't, I actually, you know, it's like you're creating new Mm -hmm. coping skills for yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think I always I always liken it in my head too. I always walk over to the old track. So it's yeah. not like that track is gone. It's no. still there. The track I is there. walk over and I look at it and I check it out. And I'm <laughs> like, that was a I used to go down that track a lot. So it's not like you don't go there, but I don't hang out there as long. Yeah. I don't even go down that track anymore right. a lot of times. But it's still there. And so um it is pretty amazing how how the Lord he christ came to give us freedom yes and so you know we should not be stuck in these um in these same tracks all the time yeah you know that is not his design for us so in his love he allows us to have his word he allows us to have community like this in order to renew our mind and rebuild um different tracks and so that's a gift that is such a
0: gift and i also encourage you um Like she was saying with the fellowship piece, if you are feeling a little isolated or at home or whatever it's looking like for you right now, I just encourage you pick up the phone, call a friend, um, or if you need prayer, please PM me, um, after the podcast, like I would love to pray for you and wherever you're feeling isolated, I encourage you because isolation, he doesn't want us isolated. He wants us in fellowship. And when you are isolated, those anxieties and those fears, they just build up you know and you you can put a stop to it cuz mm-hmm. um and that would be any year but this year's just
1: been extra special yeah yeah and and i think that you know um <clears throat> one of the things that one of the feedbacks i get when i speak or even in my writing is um thank you for saying things that we're all thinking but nobody is like willing to say out loud. <laughs> and that i don't try to do that that's i guess that's just like the the a gift the lord gave me but but point being um when when Satan can allow allows us to think I'm the only one I'm the only one that loses it with my kids I'm the only one that can't get my act together I'm the only one that swears in my closet getting ready for church whatever
0: I'm the only one that like I know for me with my husband like if there's like a pride issue in our marriage I just stop talking like I'm like
1: oh because I don't want to
0: be Unright or something. So yeah. I know that's like my big thing right. Now, trying yeah, trying to work out it's that
1: just and we do. And I, the moment we think we're the only one that's like that, or we the only like, oh well, so and so a church wouldn't do that, or so and so my <laughs> Bible study wouldn't. You know, I think that's where no. that lie gets to fester and you know and grow. And the reality is, we're all human. I mean, yep. we all do these things, whether people will admit them or not. And I think that community is just. Huge, and like you said, especially right now, I mean, we have we need it, we have it, yeah, we do, and you're right because those they just start
0: festering, and it's more mm-hmm. especially on social, like, yeah, um, just you know, whatever you're saying, even on social, or what other people are saying, yeah. or you could get caught up because we're human, you can get caught up in all of that, mm-hmm. but I encourage you not to, don't get caught up in that, come back to where Jesus wants us, mm-hmm. and that's in fellowship and in the Bible and praying and doing a little devotional Laura Laura's devotional is a good place to start but you know being in the word and um just starting new habits even starting new habits like you were talking about that track Mm -hmm. like if you're not somebody that likes to do a devotional or read the bible or whatever your
1: thing is I encourage you to start a new track or start a new hobby or you know Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to my college age son about um, reading the Bible and like what incentivizes, (laughs) what motivates us to read it or not. Because when you're in college, if you're dealing with professors and girls and your friends and parties, whatever, like if the Bible seems to not be relevant to any of that, what would keep you reading, reading it? you know? And so we were just having a conversation about that. And I think, and you and I were talking a little bit earlier about kind of along this line, but I think that for many, many years in my Christian walk, I have read the Bible. Like I would open up recently, I looked through my Bible and everything that was highlighted was like, um, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is blah, blah, blah. Do not, <laughs> in your anger, do not sin. Um, you know, and it was just all about what I should do do and yeah i think that um god in his grace is teaching me a better way to read scripture and that is to stop reading about what we should do and what we shouldn't do mm-hmm. and start reading scripture to see who god is start reading scripture oh. to find out who he says i am start reading scripture yeah start focusing see, it. yes then um, god i love you
0: i love that so much because you're going back to that awareness piece all over again like we're kind of circling it around like yeah. Yes, stop saying what should we do, and I love that, because I know that I definitely, with prayer, I mean, sometimes it comes really natural, yeah. and other times I don't even know what to pray for. Like, yeah. I just sit there still. Yeah. And you're so right. Go back to the scriptures and ask him to reveal what is it that, how he wants us to understand that in yeah. ourselves, in ourselves.
1: Yeah, I think the beauty of looking for God and how he loves us and looking for oh, who God yeah. is, Is, you know, I've tried for 20 years to follow scripture. Like, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth or whatever. And it doesn't work. I mean, it It doesn't change. It doesn't. It doesn't work. But what's beautiful about knowing, starting to know God's love for me more, starting to know his heart, starting to know who he says I am. Yeah. That, out of an overflowing of that and out of an overflowing of, you know what? You are still a mess. You still let unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. You're still quick to (laughs) anger. And even in that, Laura, I love you. Like, e- even in that, I love you. And the more we start to step into that, the more mm. we organically, without trying, start to live out some of then this Then we stuff. start not doing that. Yeah. Right. But you're it right. doesn't work the other way around.
0: Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for reminding that because there's so many times I've heard it, but, like, just being reminded of that, mm-hmm. that, yes, you are loved. You, no matter what you're doing, you are so loved. He loves you no matter what. Yeah. And just to keep going back and be still in his presence and that's just so beautiful
1: yeah i have written in the back of my journal just a reminder and then all the script where where it's written but just for women listening today what here's what the bible says about you you are valuable you are equipped you are chosen you are holy and beloved you are known you are rejoiced over by god you're an overcomer that's in First John four four. You're capable. You're righteous. You're loved. Um, one of the best verses, if if you want to just have like a <clears throat> address to look up, Isaiah forty three, one through four. It says there that you are redeemed. You are His. You are called by name. You are loved. You are precious, and you are honored in God's sight. Like oh. that. We don't remember that, and no. we don't. Um, it's hard for us to. We can read that and believe, like, I can believe that for you, Jody. Like Yes. I'm like, oh,
0: Jody, I totally believe that
1: for you. <laughs> but when it comes to believing that for ourselves, we struggle with that. And yeah. that's why I think that, um, and that's huge because um, that is not, like, God, God sent his son for us to live in and out of that and to believe that that's who he says we are. So when are we going to start believing that and living out of that? And, Thank you. Yeah.
0: because. Going back to even that awareness, the anxious piece, all of that, it kind of all is full circle. Like when you are, I know for me, when I'm anxious, I don't feel any of that. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in fear, I don't feel any of that. And when I'm trying to control my family and control everything else going on in my life, I'm not feeling any of that. Mm -hmm. I'm actually feeling more anxious when I'm trying to control the situation or even in my prayers, like, dear God, just Pray for Addison to get straight A's this year, (laughs) or whatever. Like that, what kind of prayer is that? Like, not that I don't want her to get straight A's, but it's just me again, not really praying to him. I'm just praying for my own Mm. control, yeah, or whatever. And I need to learn how to just, like you said, like pray to just ask him to reveal what it is on our heart and why Mm. we're feeling anxious and yeah, and and those things. Then you you'll start believing those things because they're true. First of all, yeah. they're true. And you should believe them already. Yeah. But you'll start, it'll start just making new tracks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's perfect love casts out fear. To know that yes. we're loved. Per- I always thought that meant that I needed to love God perfectly. But it oh. means that God loves us perfectly. And mm. the more we can like believe that, receive it, live out of it, live into it, that's what casts out fear, but I, I do think it takes a lifetime to um, continue to he he the depth of his love. Like we're never gonna exhaust knowing that, isn't that right? Like, it's a blessing, but we I forget, I forget, I
0: forget too. Yeah. So I am so grateful for that reminder today, mm-hmm. and I'm you know I'm thankful for our friendship. But I, I encourage all of you to have those kind of friendships too. Um, he just has that really on my heart today, encouraging you. To not only feel those things and to really believe those things for you, but to have those friendships, to have that fellowship, to when you're anxious, to have that prayer and have that scripture. And honestly, his design is perfect. Mm. And he gave us all these things. Yeah. Because he knew that today you would be feeling that certain way or whatever that case is. He already knows that. Mm. He wants you to go back and remember. Yeah. Get into that Bible. Pray. Pray. Create new tracks in your brain.
1: Yeah, and I think sometimes, I mean, if you're a woman who's like, well, that's really awesome that Jody and Laura have each other and they're having coffee oh. with Sherman and zip he do Like, who cares? Like, you know, like, <laughs> you're right, that's true. I mean, so I think too, it's really like sometimes we, I think no. for me, I mean, people never believe this about me, but I really, there's a side of me that's very much an introvert. And sometimes for me, community is like a discipline. Like, I just have to force myself to go into community. yes And I think that that's okay. And I also think... One of the best things that I have like learned to do is to be around people who are very different from me, or who my, I might not even really care for that much. I'm like, it's just kind of, you know, um, because God, there's a reason. I'm taking notes. It's that's okay. There. You know, so I guess I just want to encourage you if you're feeling like, you know, what I don't have a friend. All I have are these kids around me all the time and a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, maybe that's your challenge today. Maybe your challenge is to, you know, find uh, seek ask. You know what? We, we try too hard. I think we just need to pray and go, Lord, here's my heart. My heart is that I want someone to speak truth into my life. Like I need women to remind me of that list all the time. Yeah. And get a mentor or whatever that looks like. And just ask. ask the Lord. And again, it's yeah. you're gonna have to ask Him more than once. But ask the Lord. I feel like God just honors He does. There's no such thing as a solitary Christian. That's what N.T. Wright. Oh, I love that's that. so good. Cool. Uh, and so we God does not want us to be in isolation. Yes. And so He, I, I think He loves that prayer and will answer it. Thank
0: you. I, you know, He just has that on my heart today a lot, and I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I just keep bringing that up, and I don't know why. But that's so yeah. beautiful because I just, you know, I know how it feels to be alone, and mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to feel alone yeah and with that that being said uh before we close out in prayer um we do have an amazing event coming up in the end of january and um it's about being not feeling invisible and um so many of us do and i have to tell you i have three beautiful children i have a husband i have i'm blessed with friends and a fellowship um but i'm also more of an outgoing person like that is what fills me up is being around people Mm -hmm. But there are still times where I feel invisible when it comes to him, mm. my Lord, my father. Mm. And, you know, um, every day I do the tools that I encourage you guys to do all the time. And it, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you, if you are feeling invisible, please come to that event in January because it's gonna, there's going to be some great tools to start really making you feel visible every day. And he always does see you. He's always with you and he always mm. sees you and he always loves you.
1: Yeah. But sometimes we don't feel it. So I love that that event, I love that you're having, like you said, none of this is rocket science. We just need to be reminded. It's like we haven't yeah. told anybody anything they didn't already know today, but like we need to be reminded. Yes. And I love that Lead the Way You know, has these opportunities to, to remind us that we're seeing yeah. and God loves us. So. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for showing up today or oh, answering
0: your door, I should say. I'm um, <laughs> so grateful for just your time this morning and um, it was definitely bittersweet and I just thank you so much. So mm,
1: Absolutely. All right. Let's pray. Um, Father God, we just thank you so much for this time. I just thank you for... Um, I thank you for your word, Lord. I really thank you that nothing can replace it. Nothing is better than it. Nothing is richer than your love letter to us. And so I just thank you for um, the power that is um, your Bible. And I just pray, God, for every woman listening today. I pray that um, this is just a hard year. I I think sometimes anxiety manifests itself in anger, um, in isolation, just in so many ways. And so I just pray for each one listening today, God, that you would... um, Just make yourself known by the power of your Holy Spirit today. Give every woman listening just a a powerful, tangible sense of your presence and your love um, and your your just intimacy. Like, you see us personally. You see us. You call us by name. And I just pray that everyone today um, who's listening would be brave and pray and say, Lord, show me that today. And I love that you show us. and, And we need to look and we need to listen But God, you are always at work. And so we just thank you for that. And I thank you for this time. It's in Jesus' precious name we ask all this. Amen. Amen. Thank you and have a good day.